Hello everyone and welcome to the Curious Mind podcast. My name is Gabriel Ellis, I'm a psychotherapist and Buddhist scholar, and in this podcast I take deep dives into complex psychological topics that affect our well-being in general. Today's episode is unusual in uh, that of course we somehow deal with the coronavirus and I decided not to do an in-depth uh, psychological topic. I will do that next time. Um, but rather to do an interview with a friend who is a mother of three, uh, lives with her partner and like uh, everyone else around us also has to deal with the limitations and restrictions of the corona crisis. So we sat down and had a Skype interview. My apologies for the poor audio quality, but uh, these are the limitations for us doing the interview online. My friend is quite a pragmatic person, and I thought it would be interesting to share with you how she deals with the situation, commented by me sometimes about psychological topics and reflecting on a sometimes more abstract psychological level. Still, I would like to highlight three principles, which I think are important to contribute to our mental well-being these days. The first thing is that during difficult times in general, communication is essential, now more than ever. In a way, this is obvious. I'm sure that many of us already talk to friends and family more than usual. But what I mean is that we have to communicate our needs uh, more actively in the household because we live on a more confined space. Uh, we have less private time as we may be used to. So this raises the demand for us to look after ourselves and to perceive our needs uh, more clearly and to communicate them to the partner and to the children uh, around us and to encourage them also to communicate clearly with us. The second thing that I can recommend is for everyone in the household to work with scenarios. We don't know yet how long the situation will take. I can easily imagine that it goes on for another four, six or eight weeks. And it's good to play this through in our minds to discuss again with our partner if this is the case. Uh, what is there to be done? How do we have to act now differently, assuming that the situation will not be over in two weeks? And there it's good to make a plan for a good case and for a worst case scenario. So if we prepare ourselves for another eight or 12 weeks under some sort of uh, restrictions and limitations, how are we to act now? Be it communication-wise, expression of needs-wise, financially, and so on. And the third aspect is to, again, look very carefully at my current state of mind, my well-being, and my needs. I have to find out right now if there are things that disturb me, because I can assume that if the situation takes uh, longer than expected, that these factors will grow and grow and continue to bother me and the people around me. So for example, if I suffer from too little a time that I have for myself, then let me communicate this already to my partner. Let's find creative ways 
to ensure that I can keep my sanity. So for example, what does it take for us to enable each other to have one hour time per day for reading, watching TV, or just not talking, or just not bothering with the kids, so that I have my uh, freedom to recharge a little bit, so that I can then again better face the household situation. It doesn't have to be just about time, it can be about anything. The main point is that I really thoroughly check if I'm okay now. And if I'm not okay now, I should face whatever is bothering me heads on, find a solution now so that it doesn't grow worse over the next weeks. With this in mind, please enjoy the interview. Okay, so thank you for having this conversation with me. We're all experiencing the corona lockdowns and everything in a slightly different way. I myself live alone. Uh, you live with your family, so that's a very different situation. You have children who go to school. Can you tell us what age your children are? Um, I have three kids. The oldest one is a boy. He's 13. Um, the middle is a daughter. She is nine. And the youngest, also a daughter, she is six. One reason why I thought it would be interesting to have the conversation with you is because I know you as a very pragmatic person. When things have to be done, you don't freak out. You rather try to find the best way to get it done. Uh, and I think it would be a good contrast to people who kind of react to this crisis, which it is, uh, on an overly emotional way and are easily frightened. Uh, because the situation as it is right now, it's... I think the most important characteristic is the uncertainty. We never had anything like that. We don't know exactly how long it goes. And these are, unfortunately, they're quite perfect circumstances for people who are easily frightened uh, and who have their daily life destabilized. Um, so I thought it would be interesting to talk to you and to see how you, as a pragmatic person, handle the kid situation, the family situation, the medical uncertainty. It's interesting to talk with you uh, and to see if we can find out if there are kind of psychological attitudes uh, and approaches that are more helpful than others. So the first question that I have to use, what are the things that you had to invent for yourself, some solutions or some new approaches where you had to improvise and you had to find out um, new ways to deal with, for example, kids or the family situation, and that in the end turned out to be good solutions. What can you share with us? First of all, I think always the most important thing is communication, because in the first week school was closed, and I got for every child a plan for the whole week with exercises they have to do and when I have to send this back to which teacher and so on and to manage this for three kids is like full-time job. So I was asking, um, no, my, my oldest son, he's able to, to do a lot of things by himself. Of course, he can read what he has to do and he is able to understand. Mm -hmm. This is, of course, more difficult 
with the smallest ones. So I was always switching between one daughter and the other. The oldest son, he was doing by himself, but of course he needs a lot of reminding, mm. checking, he really did, did he send to the teacher and so on. So I need to have the overview of all three. And at the beginning, the start was okay. I recognized that I was stressing myself a lot because I wanted to have everything done. And after three days, the oldest daughter, she got an exercise where I was really thinking, come on, teachers, you are crazy. This is just something what she can do with my help. And um, I was writing an email to her teacher and I told her that if every child will have exercises like this, it will be very, very hard for me. It is quite okay because I'm just at home, but I know a lot of parents, they also have to work. Yeah. So I don't know when they do during the night. And I told the, the teacher that um, I'm not able to, to manage all these things. And I wanted to know from her how the situation is with other parents. Maybe just I'm not able to do this. Mm-hmm. And she wrote me very nice email back. Of course, if we are not able to join one internet meeting or uh, to make one exercise, this is, of course, absolutely not a problem. She knows about the situation. There are also parents who have many kids to manage like me and uh, they are not able to do all of these exercises, but she has also the parents who have just one mm-hmm. and don't know what to do with the child at home. Is ask, uh, are asking whole time, what can we do next? What can we do next? Mm-hmm. So of course she has to find the movie. And after her message, I was feeling very good because I, for myself decided, okay, we will do what we can, but without a lot of pressure, without, I have to push all the time and without, I feel stressed by myself. I also decided for us as a family, I want to have for school everything finished finish until we will have lunch. Mm-hmm. After lunch, maybe one or two special things what also have to be done, but then it's free time. And this means for for the kids, they can play. And it means also for me, I will not check full-time emails because school was sending whole time one teacher, email, 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 email. But I think also the the school, of course, they were learning. We have now another internet platform. We, for us, we found our our way, especially I. I stand up early enough for myself that I can print everything, what the kids need, that I am prepared, that I have the overview, and then I can tell them, okay, you do not this and this. I will make during this time breakfast. After breakfast, we start next round. You will have a break and... So I think it's really good. And now next week we will have um, another platform for internet schooling. What makes situation also easier because, for example, the oldest son, he's able to give all his exercises just on this platform. I can see his account and um, I can see he did his exercises. He also sent it back to the teacher because you can mark this on yeah. this platform and so I don't have to ask him whole time. I can see, okay, he did and he sent it and I can make my check for myself and it's done. 
Yes. So there are a couple of things here that I think are interesting. I see that you made two kinds of decisions. One is uh, structuring the day when you said that you decided that most of the school-related things have to be done until lunch. And the second is that you, after this uh, email or conversation, that you decided that, you, that you're not going to stress yourself out so much. And these are, I think in both cases, you took responsibility for the situation that is not very clear. By doing this, there is a risk that you take with having such an approach, which is that maybe the kids will fall back in school. You know, if I decide that, okay, I will not spend the whole time on school stuff, no matter how much they send, uh, and I decide not to freak out about things, it's not my full responsibility to run after all the assignments that the school sends to me, then I think you will kind of actively take care of your mental sanity and also of the stress level in the family and with the kids. You know, when there is... The 20s flower, my smallest daughter has to paint. I tell her, okay, leave it. Yes. Because, you know, to paint, she can do it whole time. Of course, mathematics, uh, languages. I see. This, all things we are doing. But, for example, YouTube video about singing a song. Yeah. Is this really necessary? So I'm mm -hmm. collecting what's really important. This for sure we are doing because without not, I will, would not feel good. I would understand if some parents feel that, oh, now that the kids are not in school, we have to do everything. And if I think in this way, it would stress me out a lot because, as you said, if I have more than one child, I might get into trouble with my time because you have a household to run, you have uh, your partner and whoever other people who are kind of connected to the household that you have to organize and talk to and you want to be a person as well you're not just uh you're not just organizing um so i might get into issues and i think it's an important principle to take the responsibility for th something like this that i tell myself okay it's more important now that i prioritize the school work more important than trying to do everything and this is i mm -hmm. i can believe that For some parents, this is an issue. I have also three WhatsApp chats about the classes. Mm -hmm. And you can't imagine going on there. Or maybe you can. Okay, yes. <laughs> so I really can see that some parents, they are getting crazy. Even, you know, after just one week, the first are starting to complain because of money for the school. And so why we have to pay full payment and... Oh, right, yes. So it's a private school, <clears throat> and, yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, at the moment, it is not like schooling when the kids will be at school, but situation is for many people not easy. So yeah. it brings us nothing to fight against each other and to complain about the money. This is now at the moment not the time for. Okay, I would like to ask you more generally, uh, what are other things that you needed to invent for yourself in order to um, to have a good daily life under the circumstances? What are the things that you tried? What are things that you tried and didn't work? And what are things that you tried and worked so that you continue to do them? First, when we saw that this situation was coming, we... Um 
my husband and me, we spoke about, okay, what, what can happen? How much will it touch our business? Um, what do we need? What uh, should we take care of? And um, I was, um, for example, um, of course, going shopping. And then I was checking around me. For example, um, at the day when they closed the schools, I could see at the supermarket that situation was very, very bad. And I know, for example, my neighbor, she's working whole day, her husband as well. The kids, they are teenagers, so they are also not able to handle the situation very good. So I was going and buy for her everything I thought maybe she will need at the weekend. I also go shopping for the father of my husband mm -hmm. because he is over 70 and I told him he must stay now at home. Yes. Kids will not come to him. Kids are writing him letters. So they are communicating by letterbox. It's also nice for him. Mm -hmm. He has to uh, do things computer and the kids are learning how to write a letter. And we, I have also a neighbor. She was getting a baby. And I wrote her a message that I know it's not easy situation. And if there is any thing she will need or she already has two kids, maybe to take care of them or something like this, she just needs to tell me and I can help her. And um, so I was uh, thinking about all people around me, what I can do for them, what I maybe need for them or for my neighbor with the baby, I just offered that they know and they were very happy about it just to know in the case of there is someone. Yes. And um, so I, I don't must think whole time on this. I know they know if they need me, they can ask me. And this is generally one thing what I think is very important I do this if I need help, I will ask for, but I know there are many people who are not able to do this. Mm -hmm. And I think especially Asian we have now, um, it is important just to offer and to ask. Now, you describe things as I know you, you're quite rational, but what about the irrational things? I'm sure there are many people who don't have to worry right now about the job situation, for example, like you, or the financial situation, but you know, this fear is coming from all sides. Like you said, you have the WhatsApp groups, you see how other parents are maybe freaking out. You you see it in the news that people are concerned, the politicians are concerned. So how do you manage to keep away this irrational, you know, uncertainty and fear that so many people have right now? I'm speaking with my husband, but I'm really not afraid about it. I have my family together, we are all together, and I know we are able to handle this. It seems to me that psychologically you make a very conscious decision. I will just deal with the things that are rational, that I can think about, that I can deal with, that I can manage. One last question. We talked about the kids and the people around you, father-in-law and so on. What has changed in your relationship with your partner? What are things that you had to reorganize to think differently? What are changes that you have that you had to make? Between me and my partner, nothing really changed. I know there are couples who are not able to be together 24 hours, yes. but we are not a couple like this. 
we are happy to have time together and um, we are talking with each other. So if someone will need some time for himself, mm-hmm. just tell it. It's not a big problem. And um, anyway, he needs to work. I have my work with the kids until lunchtime. He has his work. And afternoon, we spend together as a family. So for us, this is a nice situation. I must say there is one thing we have to take care of, but we know this both. And this is, of course, our couple time, just we together. Yes. Because we have no whole time kids at home, so yeah. um, we must take time also for, for us. Mm-hmm. But we know about it and we are trying our best. Uh, it's nice that you point out the the easiness with which you can take time for yourself. Uh, and I think that many couples, they have a problem with this because they don't know how to express yeah. their needs. And a general recommendation that I always have to people is uh, it's okay to express your need. You cannot expect that it's automatically accepted by the partner but this is where the conversation starts right so if if i say for example okay i'm I'm going crazy i need each day two hours just by myself i cannot i don't want to see the kids i don't want to see my partner i just need time for myself now of course this is not something easy to hear the partner would like the support and everything right but it's not something that i demand it's something that i i express and then i ask how can I? How can we make this happen? Maybe there's something that I can do for you, so that it's okay for you that I take this time off. Is there a special kind of support that if I do that, if I help with the kids, if I help with the household, if I do something, uh, something else that would make it okay for you if for two hours a day I take a time off, right? And then my partner can say, mm-hmm. yes, if you help me with the kids. Still two hours is too much. How about one hour? So this is a conversation. And it's okay to have conversations like these. You know, there's no need to be offended or to get defensive or to get aggressive. But unfortunately, many couples are afraid to uh, to talk yeah. like this because they immediately think that it's insulting or that, that they, have, they have to get defensive and so on. So, yeah, unfortunately, you know, in difficult times like these, it shows if... There is a good couple relationship, but it's also an opportunity because you have to manage somehow. And as it looks right now, we have more weeks to come. And at some point, I think many people have to start talking. So that's maybe a chance. Um, I think for us as a family, it changed not really. And it shows me that um, how everything was working before Corona, mm-hmm. it was very good. So yes. we have a good relationship. We are able to speak about things. We are able to manage all this with our kids. But I can, of course, see this with other parents. And um, they are getting crazy. <laughs> do you have a general now, recommendation? Not- do, do you see a common mistake that many other couples or parents seem to make? And you would have a general recommendation for them on how to improve on that? Um, of course, to start to speak with each other, but I think it's hard, hard situation to, to try to do changes now. But yes, they have to. And I also can see this generally with families. You know, um, the parents are going in the morning to work 
making breakfast for the kids. Kids are going to school. After school, they are at home doing homework. Parents are coming back from work. The question is, how was the school? The answer is always good. And that's it. And now they are whole day together. They have to speak with each other. And for many, you know, this is hard. Yeah. Um, I'm happy because I can see now, for example, something I didn't see when the kids are at school. For example, who likes to do these exercises or is German better than mathematics uh-huh. and so on. What I would see if the kids are at school. If I, if I translate it, what it means to me is that it's also an opportunity to get to know some of the people in the household because you don't see exact, for example, with the kids, right? You, you go to the teacher conference and there you learn where the kids are good at or where they have problems. But it's not something that you as a parent uh, maybe always see. Yes, you sometimes help with the homework, but you don't have so much of a direct experience with them. And now it's an opportunity to actually see where they're good at, where their talents are, where they have more difficulties, independent from the feedback of teachers in the school. I had, for example, with my son a discussion, and I was not really happy how, how this was going on. So I asked him, please make some notes. What do you like? What is working for you? And what not? And what can you do mm-hmm. to make it working? Yes. And... I think generally these are questions we always have to ask ourselves and also our people around us. True. And um, we will have our meeting today and then I will see mm. what he's telling me. But generally, if everyone is asking first himself, what do I need and what can I do to get this? This is the beginning. Yes. Yeah. And after I do this for myself, I can ex- uh, just after this, I can explain all the people around me. Yes. And then they also can take it. When I know, for example, um, after breakfast, my husband needs 30 minutes to read a newspaper, then I can arrange everything and to take care of this. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, which means if I make it, put it a little bit more abstractly, uh, to understand and to find out what are the needs of the people around us? What are my needs? What are the needs of the other people? And to put it on the table, not everything is possible, but to see what are good compromises so that I, yeah, I am taken care of, my partner is taken care of, the most important needs of my kids are taken care of. Because one thing that um, makes people exhausted after a while is when they feel that their needs are not appreciated, right? If I feel that I have to compensate for the whole household and my, my partner is lazy and just depends on me and relies on me, then of course, if I see it like this, if this is my, ex- my interpretation or my experience, then after a while I will explode because I feel that this is not fair. And it's... It's just unnecessary to wait until my patience is over. I have to realize or to understand what my needs are. And I don't have to wait until I'm fed up and I'm exhausted. I say it when I see it. When I realize one day, hey, today I think my partner did not enough to support us, then this is the day to mention it, not five days later or two weeks later. 
Okay, my last question to you. We don't know exactly how long it will continue. Let's say if it goes on for another six weeks, do you see any issue that you, any problem that you have not taken care of yet, but that will be a consequence of the long time and that you will have to find another solution for? Or can you imagine that you continue like this for six or eight weeks? You know, we have the luck. In one week, we will have holidays. Yes. So there will be two weeks in school. And this will mean just free time with uh, family. And uh, for me, really, it is not um, the worst thing to be together with the kids. For me, it is um, to manage all the school things. Yes. And um, so I'm, I'm saying myself, okay, we have now just one week. Then we will have two weeks break. During this time, we can do everything what we want. Of course, not traveling, yes. but, you know, going out, sports and so on. And um, after these two weeks, I think what can be hard to start again for the kids with the school, mm -hmm. because I can see that, of course, at home, they are not um, focused like at school because you have all your toys and so on. So I yeah. have to uh, tell them, remember, we have no school time. But generally, I must say it is working good for me. I'm happy that I have three kids because they have also someone to play with. Mm -hmm. I can imagine for kids who are very bad situation they have no one to play yes. um I, i i think what has to be improved is maybe the contact between the kids mm -hmm. but this we will see how it works next week when they will have this online lessons because there they see each other and so on with my oldest daughter i had already last week two days when i told her after you finished your school things you can talk 30 minutes with your friend Yes. Then I arranged with the other mom that they can speak with each other and so on. But of course, it is not this social interaction like it should be. So I'm happy that I have three. They still have enough time, enough time to fight and so on. Yes. What they are doing. And, um, but I think also for the oldest son, this will be, this will come that he, uh, is missing his friends that he want to chat with them and so on that's a good point because But friends who know each other from school and they know each other from seeing each other and playing with each other it might be strange and awkward for them to contact them you know online and to video chat because you don't do the things that you would usually do you cannot run around with each other and you cannot play it's it's it can be a little bit artificial and forced because kid You know, we as adults, we can call each other, we can talk, we can talk about our day and our problems or good things that happened. Children don't do it in this way. They they are very active, physically active. Uh, they spend time together in the context of school. This is what they like to do. And then they chat a little bit. They play during the breaks. So I can imagine that maybe the children need some support um, to contact their friends and to learn a different way to communicate because just by themselves i can imagine that for some children they would not say that they want to talk or maybe they talk once 
and they don't have much to say and then it feels strange and then they don't want to call again, something like this. And I think that here parents can be supportive and to, you know, convince the children that it's good to do it again and again. And of course, after a couple of times, the kids are used to it and then they will just, they will adjust as they do. It's a very flexible, but I would understand if for some children, they just by themselves, they would not want to, um, to continue the friendships online. So this will be interesting. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. I'm glad to see that, thank you, for your- that you manage well. And good luck. That's it for today. Thanks everyone for listening. Feel free to leave a comment. And if you enjoyed it, tune in to another episode on this channel. Below you can also find a link to my website, elliscounseling.com, and my Facebook page, Ellis Counseling and Psychotherapy, where you can contact me for online therapy or counseling sessions.